Hey everybody, how's it going? I am here on this snowy, freezing cold day here in Western New York. It's been like five or six or seven degrees, but today it's 20, like 21 or something. And so that's the heat wave right now. <laughs> so, but anyway, it's been interesting. It's been very cold, but we're managing, you know, sometimes I just kind of like the snuggling up and getting cozy in our little house, you know, so it's, there's some pros and cons to the seasons changing. I know a lot of people don't like it, but I, I kind of love it because you kind of hibernate a little bit and sometimes you just need that. So, so many exciting things have been happening, you guys. So I was on a radio station called 98.9 The Buzz. So if you go on my Facebook page, you can see the radio cast. They did it video and audio. And it's um, Sandy Waters and Scott Spizzano are the uh, radio announcers. And I happen to know them from you know, years and years here in my town. And I asked them if they would let me, you know, promote the movement that I am the founder of. So they said, sure, it'll be so great. And they had a little segment called in the community or something. So if you want to see that or listen to it, um, hop on my Facebook page, you can check it out. Uh, also, so the movement, we're really moving along with it. So we're trying to get advocates and ambassadors to join. So we have the founders, but the, uh, ambassadors and advocates will be people who, you know, just kind of want to reach out. And maybe if a woman is in need of some help and just wants to talk to someone who's been through it, that would be the purpose of the ambassador or advocate. And, you know, brand ambassadors just kind of promote the brand. So, you know, it's not a big ask. And if you're interested, you can go to the movement. It's livingfreefromfear.com. And just check out the page and you could contact us that way too. So that's what's going on with that. Um, and my coach, my coaching, of course, I'm um, embarking on some new coaching. So if anybody's interested in getting coached, you know, I have my Triumph Over Trauma six month coaching solution, and I would be honored to help you with it. So please feel free to reach out. I hope you're enjoying these episodes of my podcast. And so, all right, if you subscribe to it, it will just let you know when a new episode pops up. So I'm pretty sure all of you are my very faithful listeners. I don't have a huge group though, uh, but I love all of you guys. So please feel free to share this podcast out with anybody you think might need it or just, you know, share it on your, your social media pages, whatever. Because the more people we help, the better, even if we help one person, that is huge. So um, feel free to do that. And if you could leave a review, that'd be super fantastic. Because you could also tell me things that you would like me to talk about or anything like that. So, you know, I'm an open book, whatever you want to do. So today we're going to talk about, are your relationships suffering? And a lot of times we don't think about this because we're just so used to living our life and doing our thing and dealing with things and coping with things. And it's, you know, somebody had said this the other day, if you think about it, your whole life has been patterns and habits, and it's just been the same for years and years. And unless you are seeking out some coaching or therapy or something, counseling, whatever, to try to unravel that, 
not much is going to change. So when we get frustrated why our life isn't evolving, it's because we have to make it happen. So with relationships like this, if you're, if your relationships now, it doesn't have to be just romantic relationships, your other ones could be suffering too. Friends, coworkers, whatever, people in your life, cousins, aunts, uncles, you know, maybe you don't get along with a lot of people and you're not sure why. So I was talking to somebody recently and she had said, have you ever just felt so confused about how you could have ended up in this unhealthy relationship or how did this happen to me? And she said, you know, I'm, I'm educated. And, you know, think about it. You're educated after all, you're a professional, you might be a doctor, you might be an attorney, you might be a business owner, you might be a mom that's raising her entire family or a dad. So we ask these questions of ourselves. How could this have happened to me? I mean, coming out of an abusive relationship or just coming out of an unhealthy relationship or just escaping a horrible job or, or whatever it is, or breaking free from the friends group that you feel is so toxic. But you think, how could this have happened? I thought I was smarter than this. I thought I was smart enough to have seen the red flags. I didn't have a bad childhood, so why would I let this happen to me? These are all questions that people ask after the fact, right? And now, now that the that you are well past it, how is it affecting your life today? Really think about that. So you, you know, may have gotten out of a bad situation and you think it's not affecting me at all. Or is it? Right? So this is what happens. You think you have your life under control. Everything seems to be going well, but you find yourself second guessing your decisions and your choices. Now, has that ever happened? I mean, it's very subtle. Think about it. And, oh, everybody does that. Everybody second guesses themselves, but not really. And maybe not at the level that we are dealing with it. You know, you, you want to go on a trip. You're indecisive. Like, I don't know if we should go. Maybe we shouldn't go there. Should we fly? Should we drive? You know, things like that. Or big decisions about relationships or maybe career. And if you're looking, say, for a different career and you're just tired of your soul-sucking job, but you just think, nah, I don't know. This is safer. I'll just stay here. You know, I'm not smart enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not educated enough. It probably won't work out. Like these are all the things that get in our brain and have lived there our entire lives, right? So you, you second guess your decisions and your choices, or maybe you, you made a bold decision, you changed jobs, you got into it. And then you're like thinking, oh, I shouldn't have done this. This isn't going to work out. This is self-sabotage. You have an unsettled feeling within you, but you have made a career out of pushing that feeling down. You are good at it because it's your survival technique. It is what has kept you alive up until now. So we get so good at doing these things because we've done them forever. Letting feelings come up and feeling them all the way through has been way too scary. So scary that you've learned how to keep them buried deep down inside of you. 
But that's the thing you need to do. Now, why does that matter? It matters because as you navigate your life, you'll start to see that those feelings will come bubbling up when you least expect them or when you don't want them to. Maybe it shows up during romantic relationships. Your relationships may suffer because you don't trust anymore. That is an effect of the emotional pain you have suffered, no matter what it was, whether it was abuse or it was just an unhealthy relationship or whatever. Something happened and now you don't trust in general, right? So you don't trust partners. Maybe you don't trust just people. You don't trust to let other people do things that are supposed to be doing them for you, whatever. You know, you hire a contractor, let's just say, and you told them what you want done, but you don't trust that they'll do it right, right? So then you try to micromanage that project and then the people get annoyed with you and it goes badly, right? So it's that kind of a thing. You know, and if it romantic relationships, it's tough because you want to be in a relationship, but you have control issues and that's what hurts the relationship. Maybe you're always feeling like the relationship's going to end. So you keep your guard up when it isn't warranted and it's not necessary. So you might be making your partner unhappy because you're second guessing everything that they're doing. We tend to do to others what, but what we do to ourselves. And then, I don't know, it just happens. And so it's like, oh, we're in this together. So I'm going to second guess you too. But if you keep your guard up all the time and you don't let the other person in at all, that's definitely going to hurt the relationship. So maybe you want a promotion at your job, but that little voice that comes up, the one you've been so good at burying away, it will keep coming back up until you resolve it. But that come that voice comes up and tells you that you are not good enough. So don't bother applying for that promotion. And then you start to feel bad. And when you feel bad, you're in a bad mood. And then when you're in a bad mood, it affects everybody around you. But it's really your problem because you're not dealing with your issues. And then it will flow outward to other people. And that this is what will happen. It's a spiral out of control. So what do you do? Do you settle and just give up? Do you decide that what you have is good enough and then stay stuck right in that place? Here's what I know. And trust me, I have been through it all. Feeling safe is the key. And you've heard me talk a lot about this, but safety is very important. And when I say that, I mean emotional safety, not just physical safety. So to build safety within yourself, you need to identify the root cause of those feelings that keep bubbling up, the ones that you keep suppressing. What caused them in the first place? That's where you start. Once you identify the root cause of your feelings, you can take ownership over them. Like that by itself, doesn't it just sound so great? Like I know what this is, I know why I feel this way, and I'm in control of it, and it, you are not going to sabotage me anymore, past feelings. You can be in control of them. They won't be in control of you, which is what they've been all this time, right? Right. Knowing what those feelings are 
and that you are in control of them keeps them from sabotaging all of your efforts, all of your future, all of your goals and everything that you want to do. The reason you didn't feel safe in the past is because your fear of rejection was too scary. Now let's unpack that. Fear of rejection. Now that could go across a lot of different areas of your life. You might feel the fear of being rejected by a partner. That would be horrible. You might feel rejection from your friends group. And if you're just, say, trying to build something in your life and you're really excited about it and you want approval from the people that you spend time with, and that might be your friends or your family, and then they reject your idea and they tell you it's wrong and they tell you it's dumb and it's risky and all these things. So you don't want to feel that feeling. And so you either didn't, don't tell them about it or you just don't do it at all. It brings up all the stuff you wanted to forget. Everything that happened to you in the past that you're trying to forget, like fear, like rejection, it could be more than just rejection. It, you know, you could be feeling a lot of things that were unpleasant for you. And the fear of those coming back front and center will stop you dead in your tracks. So it represents failure and self-worthlessness. That's why we keep pushing them down, pushing them down. I don't want to feel those feelings. It brings up feelings that were unpleasant. So rather than feel them and put them away, you choose to bury them away. So that creates fear and fear makes you feel unsafe. Does that make sense? It creates fear and fear makes you feel unsafe. Now, feeling your feelings all the way through to so that you could resolve them is what needs to happen. So if you were rejected and whether it was an abusive relationship or just a regular relationship and the person rejected you for whatever reason and it hurt you deeply and you ne- you said, I never want to feel that feeling again and I'm going to bury this feeling away and I'm just going to go on. But you're, you're spending so much emotional energy trying to keep that down. But if you would just let it come up and feel it and say, oh, this feels awful. I know what this is though. This is a feeling that came from somebody else's garbage, somebody else's baggage, somebody making me feel bad about something they had no right to make me feel bad about. And now I understand it and I'm taking ownership of it and I know it cannot affect me. It has no power over me. So that is how you feel it all the way through. Is it scary? Your heart might start racing. Yeah, feel it, understand it, own it, and then let it go. Try to get that imagery, like I said before, about you throwing it down a garbage disposal and turning it on and we're done. We're done with that feeling. And even if it comes back up, you could be like, no, no, mm -mm. this was his problem or this was her problem. And he made me feel like a piece of garbage and I let it in and I believed it. So I know it's not true. It was his opinion or her opinion and other people's opinions belong to them, right? So that's why it doesn't affect me anymore. So that's how you do it, right? So now you're not afraid of it. You're in control of it. So now you feel safe enough within yourself to say, I am going to try for that promotion. I feel good about me. I'm not going to let the opinion of another person or another group of people or a past dictate 
what I already know that I'm good at. So that's kind of how it works. So it's all very subtle when these things happen. And we don't notice it happening at first. That's how we end up saying, how did this happen to me? Because it could have been a long relationship and little by little, whatever happened started chipping away at you and chipping away at you and you lost a lot of self-worth and all of that. But it was so subtle that you didn't notice it happening until you say, well, here I am. I'm just a pile of rubble and I don't know how to move out of it. How does this happen? I have good parents. I'm very educated. Like all those questions, right? But it's not your fault. So let's get that cleared up right now. Not your fault. You know, did you believe something somebody told you? Yeah, but it wasn't your fault. They are the ones that were doing something wrong, not you. But it is your responsibility to take control of your current situation. Know who you are and what you stand for. Feel safe enough to say what you want to say without worrying what other people think about it. Feel safe enough in your environment so that you know what is happening in your home and your life and your finances. Feeling safe will set you free. Knowing that you are supported by the people in your life is also so important. Your relationships won't suffer if you are in control of your emotions and feelings and outcomes. So listen, everybody, this has happened to most of us and it's not your fault and you are in control and you can take charge of this. You can reach for your goals and your dreams. You can break free of all these, you know, chains and like, I love the imagery of the bird cage where the bird cage is open and the birds are flying out. It's the cage represents your past and everything that's been holding you back. But as soon as you open that door, you're free to fly out and do whatever you want. Other people have no control over you. So if you guys want more information on this, please feel free to reach out to me. I would love to start a coaching solution with you. If you're ready, are you ready to move into the next phase of your life, to have healthy relationships, to be the person you want to be? Let's talk about it. And also check out the movement. You know, I'm always promoting that live living free from fear. And we have a website and a Facebook page. So please visit the website, livingfreefromfear.com. All right, everybody, have a beautiful week, and I'll talk to you all next time. Bye-bye.